Burris Frederick Skinner was born in 1904 in Pennsylvania. He originally studied English at Hamilton College in New York, but soon decided that he didn't want to be a writer. Influenced by the works of Ivan Pavlov and John B. Watson, he started to study psychology at Harvard, gaining his doctorate in 1931. Eventually, he became a behavioral psychologist who pioneered positive and negative reinforcement. To test positive and re uh, negative reinforcement, he uses an invention called Skinner Boxes. He uses this to test positive and uh, negative reinforcement on rats. It would have various buttons. One of them would be for food. The rats would bump into the button and get its food. Then it would realize it's, uh, it gets food from hitting a button, and it would continue to press the button to get its food. This is an example of positive reinforcement working. Through this, he figured out that the, each, that the Skinner box had three steps. An action, such as a rat pressing a button, which has a consequence, which is the delivery of food, leading to the increased probability that the behavior of the rat will increase or continue. He also tested negative reinforcement with these Skinner boxes. Instead of uh, testing for food, he would use electric shocks, and it, would, uh, it was successful in resulting in the rats no longer hitting those buttons. Though Skinner didn't believe in negative reinforcement, he believed that it only modified the behavior of the test subject, but the behavior overall didn't really change. He felt the same way about punishment, which is negative reinforcement, because he felt the example he used was if a kid is picking his nose, which he likes to do, his parents catch him doing it, he'll only stop doing it in front of his parents, but if he can get away with it, he'll continue to do it. Skinner also had another form of the uh, Skinner box where he used pigeons. In this, he had the pigeons learn a series of different codes inside of a missile to make a guide to the correct area. He also he did other experiments on pigeons as well. One he did, um, for the pigeons to get the food, it would always be on the right. So the pigeon would keep turning to its right, and he, made the, he would make the pigeons fly in a circle in order to get their food. He was a very controversial person, believing that if something couldn't be proven, then there was no way of knowing for a fact that it was scientific. But He was also not a big believer in free will. He felt that we were all kind of predetermined based on what's going on in life and our genetics. Also, he was an atheist, which was very different for the time, in a very different view. Some people, so, um, some criticized his view of what he wanted to do with his children and fix their education system, and they thought of it as he's creating his children, uh, keeping them away from the real world. And some people t uh, took it to another level, where they thought that he was using his Skinner boxes to test with his children, which wasn't true, but it's a rumor going around and made him rather unpopular to many people. Skinner's theories also had a major influence from in major similarity between Charles Darwin's theory of natural selection. It, it, the shaping of the behavior by operating conditioning has striking parallels with it. Skinner's research also led him to question teaching methods used in schools. In the 1950s, when his own children were involved in education, students were often given long tasks that involved several stages and usually had to wait until the teacher had graded work until they figured out if they did well or not. Skinner believed that if you did multiple small projects over time and gave the students the satisfaction of knowing their grade earlier, they would perform well over or better overall. Now despite his uh, plan to use pigeons in the war effort uh, for missiles, it never really worked out. It never happened. Some people thought it was immoral to use the lives of pigeons just for a human war. 
His argument against it was that we already forced people to die for this war. I had no intention on doing so, so he didn't feel it was any worse. There was also two types of conditioning that Skinner believed in. There was the classical conditioning, which creates an automatic behavioral response to a neutral stimulus, such as salivating in expectation of food when a bell is rung. There was also operant conditioning, which creates a higher probability of repeated behavior through positive reinforcement, such as releasing food by pulling a lever. Through Holland's research on conditioning, Skinner found that through a combination of curiosity and intelligence, that it would depend on that for the rat to do well on his Skinner boxes. He concluded that a person's behavior is controlled by his genetic and environmental histories, an idea that he explored further in his article, The Selection by Consequences, which he writ for a, wrote for a journal, Science, in 1981. He also took up a post at University of Minnesota, where he continued to refine his experimental research in conditioning and explore practical applications for his ideas, such as 